All right, thank you for joining the ESBC uh, Betting Gambling Podcast. The purpose of the podcast is to make me money. We've won a lot of money. We use business and financial concepts. I have two master's degrees, MBA, uh, securities licenses, and we make clients a lot of money. And the sports betting market is a trillion dollar market. So we have a unique strategy we've been developing over 20 years that since we live in the richest country in the world, and uh, it's not something that's our main income. It's something that we are able to flex our, our abundance muscles, and we are able to share information with you, right? Because the, the people with the best information win. So we're sharing information for you to win. We also have a great motivational podcast. We have a starting quarterback from USC. Uh, we have NFL football players. Head college football coaches uh, with great motivational uh, mental health first aid kit information for you in the middle of a pandemic, recession, and social unrest that you can go ahead and you can monetize with us the information from the sports betting markets, which has been legalized in 21 states, right? And it's gonna be a growing market and it's already a trillion dollar market. So why not go ahead and be able to monetize it? And so I apologize, I've been sick. So the NFL wrap up uh, has been late, all right? However, better late than never. And tonight, join forces with the Supreme Court of betting and we will uh, bring you uh, picks that we've had at an extraordinarily high rate. And we've been able to help you monetize uh, watching football. And that's what we're about, monetizing games, monetizing football. And sorry for the low energy coming off that sickness that extended it, but we're going to give you great information that's going to make you money. A lot of people make these claims and they aren't true, right? They tell you the why, but they don't tell you the how. And that's what we do here. We tell you the how, and that's what makes us unique. And that's why we're able to give you phenomenal advice and it, I understand that sometimes people think that it has the element of uh, too good to be true, right? But the reason we can do this is because we are the most educated uh, people in, in the history of the world. And because we're the most educated people in the world and we live in the nation that has the most wealth ever, right? We're gonna go through the biggest wealth transfer ever. We're able, and who knows how long we'll be able to do this, but we're able now today, right? Practicing mindfulness to give you information that you can monetize to become um, good at probability theory, 
decision science, right? And being able to make good business decisions when you might not have all of the information you prefer to have, right? So to that end, let's uh, look at our numbers. Let me uh, sign into Facebook here. So our Facebook friends can benefit as well from the information. All right. And thank you for those listening to the podcast who have grown the podcast exponentially, uh, organically through word of mouth. And it's because we're about outcomes and we're about consistent outcomes over a long period of time. People that have been on the podcast have been on for years and they're learning, right? They're learning uh, the secret sauce, right? That we've been doing for years. There we go. We got the Facebook stream on. One man team for now. Later on, we'll have more people. Things will go smoother. So, uh, during the pandemic, uh, it, it's not, it's interesting to me, but it's not really a good time to have a, a sickness or an infection where you are hallucinating right? We're in the middle of a pandemic. It feels like a sci-fi movie that we're still in, never ending. Who knows when it's going to end? So I was sick on Sunday, but that's no excuse for not getting results because a lot of this is the fact that I've been watching football since I've been nine years old. <clears throat> so at 50, that's uh, 41 years of watching football, right? So you learn a thing or two, okay? So when you look at things, 52.5% uh, is break even, all right? Uh, we're at, after two weeks, consensus picks, we're at 61%. I'm, I'm at 61%. The group is at 63%. Last year, we finished at 645 but at, at this point last year, it'd be good to look up. Uh, we might've been in the mid fifties. So it's very encouraging because you make that money from 52.5 to 70%, all right? That money consistently has bought my wife uh, $30,000 worth of gasoline. So let's look through the games. I'll look through my games. Cincinnati covered as 7.5 underdogs, the over-under was 44. It went over. Uh, because of the lack of tackling and the COVID, people are catching up to the schemes to protect the defenses. Start looking for these games to start going over. Uh, the Rams covered, went over. Tampa Bay covered. Uh, the seven points went over 47. Denver, plus eight. Now, Denver's a team that always covers for me. For two reasons. Number one is people always bet against Denver because they're losing games and that line gets inflated. But Vic Fangio is a great defensive coaches, coach. And defensive coaches 
never let, no matter how sorry their talent is, they never let games get out of hand. So they what? What do they do? They cover the spread. All right. Let me put this week two financial NFL wrap up. So Facebook uh, folks can also monetize the information. And obviously next week when uh, better, I know the weather will give you this information nice and smoother like we are because uh, the podcast has grown tenfold. So uh, we're very happy about that. All right. And we're happy because in, in, at the end of the day, even though our presentation might not be the greatest at all times, even though we're improving, what you're here for is for the money. What you're here for is for the content, <laughs> right? They say content is king. Well, we got the greatest content of all times, people. <laughs> so content is king. The, that's, the, that's the end of the story, right? So Denver, they cover spreads because they have a deep, great defense coach and fan job. Uh, under 42, no, that game went over. It's Pittsburgh. Again, I, I'm, I'm betting last year. I'm not betting this year, right? You got to be mindful. You got to live in today. You got to turn that movie off in your head and listen to what people are saying. Don't think about what you're going to say. Listen to what they are saying, all right? Uh, you got Dallas. And Dallas was a, a game... Because the thing about sports betting is that it's not only is a game where you can make up to 80% and make that margin between 52.5% and 80%, it's camaraderie. It's talking with your buddies, right? And I was sick as a dog on Sunday and I was getting uh, text messages from across the country. And one buddy of mine in Arizona, he texted me, oh, Dallas is getting blown out. And then I uh, basically pass out because I'm trying to watch the game. I wake up and I see the text. Oh, my God, Dallas came back. Uh, again, uh, it's another situation, another situation where I'm betting last year, not betting this year, right? 52 uh, 95% of people cannot change. Uh, I'm fortunate, lucky, and good. Did it, even though it's brutal hard work, it's embarrassing, it's humiliating, right? You're supposed to be the bread, you know, the provider uh, to be wrong sometimes and to uh, not look at things the way you prefer to look at them, right? And, and, and you have to work hard to change. So I have to change the way I think, right? Because a lot of what we teach here is decision science, right? Uh, and mental health first aid kit. My wife's been a psychotherapist for eight years. So this is not easy. It's easy to say hard to do. So I gotta change my mindset and not bet last year and not bet the years before, bet this year, right? Uh, this game for sure was going over, even though you have McCarthy, who even though he's an offensive coach, he's uh, a ball control type coach. And you have uh, Quinn, who is a Super Bowl defensive coordinator, Super Bowl winning defensive coordinator with Seattle. You would figure this game would be under, right? Uh, betting 2019, but it's not 2019, it's 2020. 
Okay, so I got that wrong. So that was Dallas. It was Atlanta, right? Atlanta covering the spread, right? Atlanta covering the spread. And under, over, actually, that big high number of 52.5, right? Now, with Dallas making that, that's why it's not good to watch ESPN. If you like betting on games, do not watch ESPN, right? Why? Because they're hyping that big, oh, come from behind Dallas win, da-da-da. And that gets in your head. And remember, Dallas did not cover the spread. You cash your ticket if you bet the Atlanta Falcons. And Raheem Morris, the defensive coordinator there. Uh, and then Dirk Cutter, the offensive coordinator there at Atlanta. Two good coordinators. And they took this game over and covered the spread against Dallas. Uh, I had Dallas on the money line because I didn't trust them with numbers and I didn't trust Atlanta. So that was a good bet on my part. I made money, right? Uh, the Jets unbiased because we had Max Brown on the podcast. Wonderful, inspirational story of how he keeps coming back, how, how successful he's in business right now. Uh, and we love him to death, right? We love uh, him to death. So his best friend is Sam Darnold with the Jets. And I overestimated what the Jets uh, would be able to do. And they did not cover the eight points. And they were actually over 43.5. They played Indianapolis. San Francisco inflated line. Uh, I thought in my mind 7.5, right? But they easily went to New York and took care of the Jets. Buffalo, Miami. In that game, I hate this Google spreadsheets that don't work as good as the Microsoft ones. So, Miami covered for me plus six. Again, under 42. I'm thinking 2019, this is 2020. Against Buffalo. Again, McDermott and Flores, two defensive guys who took this game over. And that usually doesn't happen. For the most part, when two defensive guys get together, uh, usually the game goes under. But this is a new year, man. This, this is different. Uh, Indianapolis, Minnesota. Philip Rivers against Kirk Cousins. And Indianapolis is a bad team, so they need the game early. Minnesota's thinking a little bit more long-term. That's the way I needed to look at that game. I did not. So... Again, you make more money in betting, analyzing the games you got wrong than the games you got right. And even if you get all the games right, analyze why you got all the games right. Because betting is learning how to differentiate between uh, decision-making done through a correct process, right? Versus you allowing distractions, emotions, uh, magical thinking, cognitive distortions, right? To affect your decision-making process, right? So, very important. Green Bay, uh, that game was very easy. 
uh, Green Bay, Detroit. Now, again, I'm now 26-0 against teams that use analytics. Analytics does not work in football, okay? Uh, in finance and in business, the way you get to the op optimal results, right? The way you ensure a results, because that's what we want. We want to ensure picking the right outcome of games, and we want to ensure profit between 52.5 and 80%. That's our job here. And to do it, and to make money, put it on the Bitcoin card, and then go ahead and buy gas. For those watching, boom. That's the Bitcoin card right there. You use it, you go buy gas. You go buy groceries, DoorDash, right? That is the outcome that we are insuring, okay? That is the outcome that we are insuring. And you do that by eliminating variables and covariables, right? Eliminating variables and covariables. So football has too many variables for straight on analytic teams to be able to succeed, right? And I've gotten really good information from people who are clients of mine. I can't say who they are because it's illegal. However, bottom line is that analytics is not working football. And I've bet it 26 times, I'm 26 and 0, and I've made a lot of money. So betting against Detroit's automatic. I want both sides of that bet. Uh, Chain, 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 right? Cash register time. I was sick <laughs> with an intestinal infection and I do bet against Detroit, right? So the Giants are looking bad this year, but they covered for me plus six. Uh, again, uh, the, I missed the over-under on that. I actually went over. I thought I, I, thought I was going to go over. So uh, note to self, right? The Jacksonville Jaguars went over, right? But they covered for me, right? Uh, Doug Marone's a great coach. He knows how to do more with less. He knows how to manage teams with horrible talent and cover spreads, right? Bottom line on that one. Then you have the Washington Redskins uh, going over to Arizona. And... Washington, for whatever reason I have here that I uh, is going to, well, let me check that. Let me go to Bovada, see if I actually, that actually, I'm going to cross-check the, the spreadsheet. Go to the online bookie and see if I made money. Because it seems strange. I would go against the uh, Air Raid team on the road, thinking that maybe Jack Del Rio, because he's a defensive coordinator for Washington, former head coach who did really well, and uh, he lives next to USC, and then he spends basically every day going to the USC practices, and USC practices the air break. So did he go there uh, and figure out how to stop the air break? So let me make sure of that one. I'm going to cross-check that one. And that's very important because 
Record keeping and tracking, uh, again, it's another technique to make money sports betting, right? Uh, and anything in business. Anything in business, you have to track 100%. So yes, I indeed, in fact, made that uh, error. Error. And judgment. All right, so let's analyze this, right? You use the Hawthorne effect, anything you track, right? Uh, improve, you improve it 10 to 20%. Right, so, got that one completely wrong. I thought that game was going to go over. This here. Uh, yeah, totally, uh, completely uh, swing and miss. Uh, reality was, and is, that uh, Kings, Kingsbury, and then he got a veteran defensive coach, Vance Joseph, was his defensive coordinator, a guy who got a no-talent uh, Miami team in the playoffs. Now he's a defensive coordinator, uh, helping him out. And then you got DeAndre Hopkins, great guy. Uh, you had Larry Fitzgerald, still can play. He's got the same uh, physical attributes. Houston and Baltimore, I thought maybe Houston could keep the game close. They did not. However, they did keep it under 52. Uh, LA Chargers plus 10, double-digit dogs in the division, cover 80% of the time. And they did again last week with the Chargers under 48. Uh, Seattle won the money line. Wingland came close to covering on the road. Again, I was betting uh, the Pete Carroll from the Super Bowl years back and uh, Bill Belichick from the Super Bowl years back, not this team. Then I crushed the Monday night game. Very, you know, very simple game of crush. Two offensive coaches going over. Two guys have won Super Bowls. Uh, salesmen think short-term. Businesswomen think long-term. So Sean Payton, who's won a Super Bowl, who, who shows you he's a long-term effective thinker uh, was not going to give you all the bells and whistles on the road going against a billion dollar stadium. All right. So that's week two betting wrap up. Why? So you can make money. And we always close with Winston Churchill. It takes a, it takes a, uh, I guess the sickness kind of getting me in my head again. But Winston Churchill said, and we always close with it, it takes a, uh, you make a living from your labor. You make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give, right? Thank you for listening to the ESBC podcast.